0: Welcome to Blockbusted, a movie review podcast where two government officials who have continuously condemned children to fight each other to death in an arena ask, Are we the baddies? I'm Minister for Legal Underage Murders, Mitch. This entry went for way too long. Today we're looking at Battle Royale and The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Sungbirds and Snakes. I'm Max, by the way. Hey guys, today we have the happy, super cool theme. I, I keep wanting to change that to episode. I'm doing it right now in my notes. Check this out. Episode theme. This episode's theme is the super light and happy follow on from last week's theme, child gladiatorial arenas. <coughs> I'm super excited to watch a bunch of children kill each other, kill themselves, just die from unnatural causes, but aren't like directly related to the other kids in the arena. Like snakes? At least three snake deaths.
1: Minimum minimum three snake-related deaths.
0: Well, I believe in one of the films we got three snake deaths, right? Spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. But you don't know which one. Uh, uh-huh.
1: Might have been four.
0: <sighs> there was the young eight-year-old with Down syndrome. There was the main antagonist. There was the guy who was my favorite, even though we barely saw him. And then... I. Was there a fourth person? Was there like two of the main bad group? There's,
1: so yeah, the bit where they're talking to the game master.
0: Oh, and-, and there's also before that too. I was I wasn't even remembering that. I was I was just thinking about the end, like the very end in the actual Arena. So maybe it's five. Yeah, maybe it's five.
1: Anyway, should we should we should we talk about some films?
0: Yeah, let's talk about some films and get into Snake Death later. Uh, this week we're talking about the uh, Child Endangerment Fulfillment Quarters of Government th- Films Battle Royale, and the really well-titled film The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I think that's a brilliant title, and I don't believe it needs any notes. Max, thoughts on the title for The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes?
1: Um, I feel like, much like... um the australian release of
0: is it going to be voyage like the voyage
1: of the demeter versus the um, last
0: voyage of the demeter
1: the last Vo- I, feel, I feel like the like yeah i feel like the australian title has the same energy it could have just been some song- balance of the songbirds and snakes
0: yeah enough of the people would watch it and we could figure it out and they had the logo in it iconography exactly yeah uh but yeah. All right. Let's go. Um, let's talk about that later. We'll talk about oh, It's content warning for, for, oh, yes. for things. Not only is there going to be child death, but we're probably going to make light of it as well. So, And like other things. Other horrible things. I'm, we're probably going to joke about some very horrible things in this episode. So just be aware. But if you weren't expecting that as well, kind of on you. I mean, maybe this is your first time listening to us and you thought we'd be serious. We're not. We think we're funny. We're also not. We're also not. It's true. Uh, Let's go. Hey! Uh, all right, so Battle Royale, directed by Kinji Fukasaku and released in 2000. It stars Tatsuya Fujiwara, Aki Maeda, Taro Yamamoto, Kiaki no, Kuriyama, and Takeshi Kitano. Max, what is Battle Royale about? I think you read the characters' names. No, no, no. Those were the actors' names. Are you sure? Ninety percent. Okay. Let me check. Let me check.
1: Oh no, it does. There is also just a character called Katano.
0: Yeah, that's the guess okay, the main guy's name. Th- that's not confusing at all. Well, I guess it's like when actors called John play a character called John. Yeah. Or like, I
1: still think that's confusing
0: true i was i was just gonna say that i was i wanted to do a kind of similar thing to last week where we start with like the hunger Games song but i realized that if we keep doing that we're gonna set a precedent where we have to do a musical thing at the start of each episode and i don't think i could keep up with that for like more than three weeks like next week i didn't i I didn't know there was
1: like a hunger Games song
0: it's like the hold on let me wet my whistle literally okay (laughs) fuck (laughs) hold on (laughs) Hold on, it's the whistle from Hunger Games, but they didn't do it in the movie because it's like the revolution in the new, in like the Hunger Games continuity, not this continuity. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Max, what happens in Battle Royale?
1: Battle Royale is about a sort of like post economic depression Japan. It's Hell like yeah. not quite post-apocalyptic, but, like, pseudo-post-apocalyptic, where child delinquency is so high, the government has enacted a law to take a random class of high school students and make them fight to the death on a isolated island, and if they don't, they get
0: blown up. It's pretty epic. It's pretty rad. Um... I'd seen this movie once before, and I'd read the book slightly before that as well. I think it was this year I read and watched this movie. Uh, The the book is a mess. It's kind of just really boring and really long. And I thought when I watched the movie, that fixed a bunch of the issues I had with the book. But upon a rewatch of this film... I realized I must have just been happy that I didn't have to read a six hundred page book while getting the same story, and instead the same issues are just in this movie and I don't like this movie, what do you think about this one, max?
1: I did actually quite like this movie. I thought it shocking yeah, I know um I think given the way it's like tackling the subject matter, I think it does it in a really interesting way and it does a really interesting job at um, like stylized violence. I think, I think it's, it's definitely quite like explicit in what it's trying to say, but also it, it's, um it is sort of like, it's very busy. It's a very busy film. There's lots going on. There's lots of different characters that you have to keep track of. Um,
0: There's lots of cutting
1: between characters and you kind of have to go like, wait, who's this one again? And wait, wait, who died before? And why is this one here? But I think overall, I liked it.
0: And that's fair, because I mean, like most people do, I'm in the minority, I think with disliking this, but I just found it really boring. Is my issue, and maybe there's the issue of that I've consumed this narrative three times this year, and I just wasn't in the mood to consume it again. Because it's also not something that like really lends itself to a rewatch. Not in the fact that you don't get anything from a rewatch, but more, it's not comfortable. It's not fun. It's it, it's a there's a lot of just discussion about child abuse and uh, sexual assault and. Which I mean, immediately, sexual assault's a horrible thing, but then these are all people who are underage as well, so it just kind of gives it its little edge of like that's not that's not rad. And so I, I don't know, but just this time watching it, I I, would, I had no real buy into it. The main character, like the main guy, was supposed to be rooting for, who maybe has for a main character, he has little to no actual screen time, but as you said. I think the main point of this story is more to do with like following everyone than one person, but we are given a character to root for and, and the, 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 the girl character that follows him around. I don't like him very much in the book. He's actually got a bit more, he's a bit more interesting. Cause you have a bit more time to flesh him out. Obviously he's meant to be this kind of, punk rock guy because he mentions in this movie for like one line i think that he plays guitar or something like Mm. that but in the book it's very much like he used to be a very popular sports person and then he's his dad committed suicide and he switched to punk rock and being a punk rock guitar person that's like illegal in this uh very controlled government government type thing which just gives him a bit, makes him a bit more interesting. But the problem is, is that he also feels very much like an author insert character because every single chick thinks he's the hottest fucking shit they've ever met. They all want to bang him so bad. And they all think he's really good at sport. Like, dude, can he play baseball? And other sports too that are escaping my mind. I don't remember what else he plays, but it's just like, I think basketball as well. He's like just good at everything. And then he stopped being good at he stopped doing those and now he's like the coolest punk rock guy you've ever met. And he he spits in the eye of the the establishment and he punches the man in the dick, the man being the government again. He likes to do things like that.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Cause I didn't really get that sort of no that he does not that hasn't impression have that. from the from that from this film. Because like, yeah, like if that's what he is in the book and then he, if that's what he is in the book, then in the film he's very much sort of like sort of played to be this uh, guy who's like a little bit outcast but everyone kinda of like is, like, oh yeah, you seem cool. Um Yeah and
0: well, Yeah, he gets has that and, outcast thing, but oh sorry, continue please. <laughs> um
1: yeah, and and a lot of his like internal dialogue is like revolves around his father's suicide and mm. the fact that he's been put on this like, put in this situation where he's forced to... where he's been told that he's forced to kill other people and he doesn't want to and ends up doing so anyway in a couple of situations. And the sort of how his sort of, like, grief manifests and how that ends up in him, like, being protective over Noriko. I think it's Noriko. Yes, sorry.
0: I. I, Yeah, Noriko, yep.
1: And... There's gremlins in your kitchen again. So many. Oh, there's always gremlins. Um, yeah. I I I think it's definitely more understated than what you're describing.
0: Yeah, I think if anything, it's probably the good a good idea that they turn him into this more, uh, less or well, less author inserty character. Um, for want of a better terminology. But the problem is, is that you do end up following a character who is put into a life or death situation and he's kind of just like a bit of a wuss like at least that's what I he's just kind of wussy and you're like I you you're annoying cut to someone else please like when the guy uh, the sh- Shogo um the guy who previously won a battle royale and had the absolute misfortune of being re-enrolled into a different class that also got put into a battle royale um which is like that's insane, right? Surely... um, It is, because that's not what happened. <laughs> it is what happens.
1: No, it's won. not. Yeah, he did win. Yeah. Um, it's not clear, and I had to look up the Wikipedia synopsis, but both Ooh. him and... um, Oh, my God. Kazuo. That's the worst pronunciation I've ever done. Had elected to be part of this Battle Royale again. Kazuo. Wait, yes.
0: It's okay. It's, I've never gotten that from any of the okay. watchings or readings okay. I've done.
1: Yeah, so I sort of like because I was like the ending sort of felt a bit weird, and part of that was because people in my house were talking over the top of it, and I couldn't pay attention properly. That's but super cool. It is really super cool. I mean, at least there were subtitles. Yeah, uh, yeah. And anyway, I looked up on the Wikipedia plot synopsis because you know that's what you do when you don't know what's going on in the movie. Both uh, so I have fallen
0: asleep during the movie.
1: So the two of them had elected to re-enroll to re- in the Battle Royale. So Kazuo um, re-enrolls because he's actually a psychopath um, yeah. and wants to murder people, um, mm. whereas I can't Shogo? remember.
0: Kawato? Shog- well, But Kawada is his last name. Shogo is his first Sh- name.
1: Yeah. He won the pre- his previous Battle Royale, but his like girlfriend died to let him win, and he-
0: No, um, she shot him. He shot her. No. She shot him. No. She blatantly shoots him, because they're hugging, and he gets shot through the stomach. Yeah. No, she shoots herself. No, he shoots her. No. He rolls down the hill and shoots her. No. No.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, he shot her. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. (laughs) Yes, he
2: does. (laughs) Um-
1: Uh, Anyway, he wants to come back and, like, take revenge on the government for effectively murdering his girlfriend. And then it turns out, like, the hacking bit at the end was actually all him, like, with months of planning and it was used as a cover. I didn't pick any of this up. You were meant to get that from the, when he's, like, when the teacher points the gun at him and is like, you
0: hacked us all. I'm looking at the wiki (laughs) because I need to know. At the time of the game approached Kiko shot Shogo in the stomach causing him to instinctively shoot her fatally. He shot her. She didn't kill herself.
1: Okay. Point you is You dude. Point is, is he. As uh, she died,
0: she thanked him and smiled. Yeah, so I guess like she kind of maybe we could we could call it even and say she baited him into doing it. Sure. Because she couldn't maybe do it herself, because I don't know if I could do it, but that's fucked up, like, yourself.
1: Um, he like planned the hacking attack from, yeah, the, that... from, like, months ago. Yeah. And I did not pick that up at all. I knew that from the book. But, that's um, the reason why I knew. But I, that was also in the part where I could not pay attention because my housemates were talking over the top of um, the movie.
0: Oh, wait, in the book, it's different. So I think the biggest issue I have with this movie is that... It's that there's this, is, at least for me, there's this is weird disconnect between certain parts of the film, like there's the there is the killing and the murder and the the yummies like that, uh, and then there's like just kind of these weird parts where it th- reverts into a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, a high school drama film. But isn't like that a point? Yeah, but I don't just because it's the point doesn't mean doesn't mean I think it works. I, I don't think it works. It didn't work in the book for me when that happened, and it didn't work in this movie for me when it happened either. See, I found, I I
1: I read yeah. I, I saw that as like, yes, it, it, it is being played out like a high school drama film, but that's sort of the point because no, these I, are like teenagers. They're I agree. They're in year nine, and it is, is what they keep saying, is they're in year nine, which is like 15-ish.
0: Or it, um, is nine nine? Th- I think as it's, age- a, I'm going to
1: say it's around 15.
0: 15 to 16, somewhere in there. Um, yeah.
1: And I think the fact is, is it looks at this idea that it's like, well, on the one hand, they're put in this situation where you have this like Lord of the Fliesy idea where and, like everyone for themselves, um, breakdown <laughs> of civilization, all that sort of stuff.
0: gremlins are back.
1: On the other hand, you have this, like, these are just kids and they know how to interact with each other on a really, like, immature level and haven't been, like, as corrupted by society yet. And it's sort of trying to balance between the two. I think it actually does work.
0: Uh, it just irritated me. It's just like, it's just like I don't care. Because that's the issue, though, is that we there's so many characters to follow that we don't have enough time to really appreciate one person's drama before they get killed off. Because once, basically, once you start to see someone's drama, they have a ticking clock until they get shot in the head or stabbed or 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 lynched or they f- accidentally fall off a cliff and stab themselves in the head or so that's it. That's pretty much it. Um, Some people
1: get like sliced in the neck.
0: I, I said stabbed. That's slicing and stabbing. It, it's, it's, look, it's not as maybe, it's not as descriptive per se, or it's not exactly what happens. Some but people got blown up. It's true. Some people did get bloated up. I'll give you that. Uh, but it's just like, it's, it's like you can see what's going to happen. It's so, like, feel oh, check out this character. You like this character. Look at all these things we've shown you about this character. I'm dead. Sorry. Wah, wah. Which may work for you, <laughs> but doesn't work for me. It's, it's, I just it's, it's just boring as like okay cool i i mean the one thing i will give them is that the goal looks really good uh yeah. it's 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 very this is going to sound extraordinarily horrible to say but it's satisfying to watch these people die in the way that like it's designed well and what you're seeing is creative and interesting to look at
1: no whereas I, I, in I the next
0: movie we're going to talk about Different problem. (laughs)
1: Um, No, this is what I was sort of getting at with this, like stylized violence. And I I don't know Okay, I think I see what you mean now. Whether you, what, how how you'll approach this, but like the violence itself is not like super flashy and stuff most of the time. But the way that they do these, like the way that they kill each other is really performative. And the way that they sort of, show the aftermath of, like, someone getting shot, for instance, is they, like, one character gets shot in the chest and their, like, heart explodes and it shoots blood everywhere. And it's just incredibly excessive. And it, in a way, works because it's so, it's, like, played off against a more sort of um interpersonal drama sort of thing where you get that yeah that teen drama sort of politic dynamic and then on top of that you have uh and then also we're going to do a whole bunch of really gruesome deaths and it sort of allows you to put in perspective it doesn't like it doesn't let you merge the two together too much Sure, it sort of goes like this is like this is a really violent and awful and horrible thing Mm. um but these are still kids and yeah. it really makes you like think about it in terms of that. I think.
0: Yeah, and, we, and like that type of violence is a very Japanese style mm. thing. Like you, you get the like it's very much because they have a lot of people get stabbed or like their throats get blown out by the explosives around their necks and stuff like that. And you'll have the really long, just blood squirt that goes like a hose is kind of spraying it out. That's something that like a lot of Jap- uh, not Japanese um, samurai films um, do. And then it's something that uh, Quinn Tarantino stole for Kill Bill, which is just mm. like a ripoff of Samurai and uh, you know Yakuza films and stuff like yeah. that. And is so,
1: explicitly influenced by this film as well. Well, I
0: think first that, and like also like he he like at one point like that whole the whole scene where it's most prominent is when he's like in Japan and and mm. she's fighting a bunch of ninjas. So mm. you know it's he's it's he's not very, been
1: subtle about it
0: he's not been subtle about it and and i'm it's just like it's a very japanese style type violence and it i think it works it's it that part's interesting i just don't think it carries enough of the film for me to consider it something i'd want to rewatch i don't know would i ever really want to rewatch this i don't know really uh what what do you think i have like my
1: biggest issue that i have with the film i think mm-hmm. is the there's one scene uh near the start of the film where they're in the they've arrived at the island, yeah, um, and they're being introduced to the rules of Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, and there there's a scene where they um are showed this sort of like informative video. Yeah. And I thought it was funny and I think it's meant to be a bit funny. Yeah. But also I felt it to be very like expository. Um
0: yeah. I wanted but, to know
1: your thoughts on that.
0: Well, so I totally agree. Probably is really expository for us. But the 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 problem is, not the problem, but the I think the audience I was talking to originally, they didn't have Fortnite and like PUBG and, and the Hunger Games and all that. They didn't know what a Battle Royale really was. Like obviously the idea of a Battle Royale is not definitely... Probably originated from here, but I think it's become um, its most modern it, form. It is. I, well, I look, no, no, I no. In, well, not the idea, yeah. but I, I
1: was going to say the. Sorry, yeah, you go.
0: Yeah. What What I mean by like, obviously, I think the modern like this type of thing, but maybe this, I say it kind of wrong. The battle royale that we know today it probably well did very much come from <laughs> this movie and like or oh, everything that I just mentioned, the Hunger Games and the video game, the multiple video games, Warzone, Fortnite, all that came from this movie basically it can all be stem but what i'm more gonna say is that like it's not like getting a bunch of people into an arena and killing each other is not an original idea just Mm, the style and what it's called and how you can and like the the scope of the map i guess what you would consider it is very is from this so Mm. to just to introduce this idea to the audience who's never seen this before you need something like Mm. a video of a, a cute young woman just describing things in a really chirpy happy voice to get across both the uh insanity of what's this actually is the and like you know the the what's the, one, the satire that the movie's like really get you into the the idea of the satire the movie's going for and mm-hmm. also what's actually going to be happening in the movie because you yeah this is the first one like first time we've ever seen this sorry but yeah you were not going to say this is like what? Really yeah, so,
1: yeah, so I found out today that um the battle royale like video game genre stems like the that term stems directly from this movie. Unsurprising. Um, like it, it it isn't surprising like looking at it, but it was it was very much like a oh yeah that actually makes all the sense. Like like um, of course why like why wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like because not only has like this film had a really big cultural impact on. The entertainment industry in both Japan and in the States, but also like it's so similar, and even down to things like the um, like prohibited zones that they have um, yeah. in in this movie, where certain areas you like the like p- people can't be in together. certain areas yeah. because otherwise they'll. Um, then colors will blow up and that feels very like video gamey despite the fact that this predates any of those sort of things um, which really didn't get become popular until 15, 20 years later. So it's interesting to see that and interesting to see how like much influence and how much like staying power this movie's had um, since it's come out um, 23 years ago.
0: No, yeah. I mean, the cultural impact of this film is undeniable uh, and I would never argue that it's not a important touchstone for a lot of the media that is created and consumed, especially since I know you're unfamiliar with the uh original trilogy of the Hunger Games, so you can't really talk to this point, but reading the book and watching the movie it it's pretty much the same like it's not pretty much the same, but it's very similar in that there's a government that sees putting a bunch of kids into an arena as a solution to a rebellious problem basically and and they do it every year it's yearly and it's televised although in this movie it's kind of confusing whether it's televised or not properly in the book it definitely is televised but in the movie it's kind of like Cause it's, they kind of act as if they don't know what it is when mm. they get rock up, which is confusing. Cause at the very start, there's a bunch of reporters reporting on the fact that some girl managed to survive. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, that's, that's a bit confusing whether or not it's a public knowledge thing or not, which means cause if it's a public knowledge thing, just don't get on a bus, bro. Like when else are they mm. going to take you don't, don't
1: go on field trips with go school. On field
0: trips if, if anyone was ever like in year nine any other because it's only year nine classes that get got i'm pretty yeah. sure um so in year nine just be sick every single time that there's a a field trip yeah if you don't know about it though yeah go on the field trip like how are you supposed to know that hopefully hope you're sick like for that one but mm i don't know man i mean because yeah like it's like what are they supposed to know what are we supposed i mean we know what we're supposed to know nothing Mm -hmm. because we're getting introduced to the world but it's hard to understand what these kids understand because once you think about that you're not really sure how they're supposed to react in some situations and therefore some of the tension's kind of just not there for me because i'm going i don't know what you're expecting therefore you could do anything, and that level of possibility means I have just no like ability I have no expectation, which means I can't either be subverted or vindicated in what happens, um, which is just like means it's not interesting,
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess like I don't have the context of the book, so for me, it was more like, yes, you have that reporter at the start, but it it did very much feel like mm, people didn't know what was going on, and you can. Mm like the reporter scene, you can sort of act as a bit of an outlier, but it's, it, I think for the most part, it, the movie like within itself does remain consistent about sure, um, like how it treats that. And just that it's like the, the only people who know what's going on are the people who've done it before. And the, like n- the majority of the kids don't know what's going on and they're, like frightened and they're panicking, and that's sort of like how you get a lot of the initial sort of drama in this sort of story is is the is the lack of understanding and then lack of um like trust that everyone builds up um which which is like true in this sort of like genre of film or story
0: I'll give you that the initial pacing is pretty good in that it gets you through the, it gets you through the, uh, uh, the, all the, the crap you need to know, and then gets you into the actual, uh, battle Royale segment pretty quickly, which is good because who wants to wait around doing politics for a good 45 minutes before the killing starts? Foreshadowing, so yeah, it's just like I can see a lot of good in it. I just think the issue is that I'm I'm burnt out on this story, and I just didn't have fun on this rewatch. And so I, I don't know. Maybe in a couple of years' time, I'll rewatch it and I'll go. You know what? I was a dickhead. I should have liked this movie more back then. And I've done that with other movies, and I'll do it with more movies that are to come. And probably a lot of them will be on this on this podcast. I'll be like, you know what? I was an idiot. It'll come up in the mini media for that day or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much more to say because I'm I'm just moaning now I'm just saying the same thing over and over again.
1: Um no, but should we move on
0: to some reviews? Well, we should move on to the, some ratings. Yeah, that, that's not what I meant. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um I'm giving it two of the three times they showed the title at the start of the movie, which is out of five. <laughs>
1: I gave uh Ben Royale three actually fun weapons that were given out and a handful of guns out of five.
0: What's the fun weapons you reckon? Like the the hook, the sickle,
1: the sickle. Um, yeah, that was the fun. The teaser was fun. Yeah. I really liked the tracker. I thought
0: that that's was actually cool. an int- that's an interesting because that was actually really cool in the um book in the movie. I think they kind of don't use it as much, but in the yeah, book, it's it feels cool. a little
1: bit underutilized. But yeah, um, well, I see, still liked
0: it because that's the thing in the book. The hacking attempt, if I can remember correctly, it's actually not really Taro who does it. It's like someone else who's on the island. It's those four boys who hang mm. out and then get shot immediately by um mm. the guy with the SMG whose name yeah. I have. Yeah, that one. So yeah, it's just like, yeah. It's this weird middle ground where they obviously have to cut a bunch of stuff to cut a 600-page mm. book down into a two-hour, two-hour movie. Yeah, it's two, two hours. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I get it. But just, you know, anyway, let's continue on. G'day, it's Mitchell. Uh, Sorry, not Mitchell. Uh, uh, Minister for Legal Underage Murders, Mitch, here to announce the uh, upcoming uh, entertainment before the murders. Uh,
1: Pre-murder entertainment.
0: Pre-murder entertainment. under the banner of Max and Mitch's Mini Media, I said MIDI Mania, or <laughs> <Well>, like <laughs> mi- anyway. Uh, this week, I know for a fact I went first last week, so you go first this time, Max.
1: That's good because I've got a great segue. So,
0: oh sweet, <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, right? You didn't even tell me that. I'm just <laughs> good. Just knew what I was going to talk about. I um, did. So we had a lot of we had well, I had a lot of fun with with this uh, Japanese movie Battle Royale. Oh hell yeah! And I also had a lot of fun with a Japanese game. Uh, What's sorry, it called? The Gremlins are Back.
0: The fucking Gremlins! Do you need to get um, your house like cleaned out of that infestation?
1: We're in the, they're just it's so noisy. Oh my goodness! Like get <laughs> like, like a spray bottle. Like <laughs> Yeah, no, because if you get them wet, then... Oh, true. You like, can't get them wet.
0: Get sunlight, get some UV lamps, and they fry.
1: No, I finally got around to um, playing a game that I talked about previously on... Was it Watermelon? The It's a watermelon game, Suica. Hey. Or was it Suica Game, I think it's actually called.
0: I don't know, dude.
1: Um, I talked about it before. You it's did? It's like, sort of like Tetris and 2048.
0: But Spheres
1: spheres and a little bit of physics i had been told by uh mr manager that it was it was quite hard um well i so i played it and um i actually didn't think it was that hard
0: Ooh, mr um, manager is staring directly into the camera right now with a i look think of mr manager is just
1: upset that i'm better
0: at video games well mr magic had a comment
2: this this is absolutely bullshit because the whole like the whole reason it goes viral on the tiktoks is because it's fucking hard and this motherfucker is like Pff. last week's like Pff. it doesn't look that hard
1: and i was right it wasn't that hard i <laughs> won it in in 3 games it took me 3 games to master
0: sweeper in comparison how much mo- how often do you play tetris just so we know
1: i used to play tetris like tetris 99 a fair bit
0: digit 99 being the Battle the one, Royale the Tetris. Battle
2: Royale. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that game so slaps so hard. It's so good.
0: It's all Battle Royale.
1: It's all Battle Royale all the way down.
0: Um Yeah. So
1: I'm used to play a lot. Like it was my go-to sort of like I got to just unwind. I'm going to play some Tetris. It was it was good, so I I guess I have a little bit of an advantage there. I did I never won that one. I came like third. I think
0: is my best. Yeah, but you you're going up against the uh, the sweats, the sweats, yeah. Are you sweaty? Um, at the moment, I'm sweaty. In, well, I mean, like in Tetris,
1: sometimes it depends on how I'm feeling. Like sometimes it's like oh, I just want to chill, and sometimes mm. it's like I'm go I'm gonna try and win. But no, I had fun. It's fun, like. It's, like, kind of chill and just fun and cute, and I liked it, and I think it's, like, five bucks or something. So It's cheap. If you got a Switch, just, like, get it. It's fun. Like, sink switched. half an hour into it, and that's enough.
0: That's a long time to sink into a game. It's not a long time to sink it's into not a game. Really. What am I talking about? I'm just talking bullshit. What did you media this week, Mitch? Well, I've mediated quite a few things this week. Uh, I mediated... Well, I am gonna. I have three that I was going to talk about, but one of them I'm not going to talk about because it's the new Scott Pilgrim anime, and I would rather that we were both on the same page when I talk about it and also give other people the chance to watch it before I talk about it as well. Uh, so I'm going to give you a choice of which thing I can talk about. Uh, I read a book <laughs> or I escaped a room. So, on
1: there, tell me about the the room. Okay,
0: so I went to Lost in Melbourne. That's what it's called, by the way. Lost in Melbourne, uh, which is a ho- bunch of horror themed escape rooms. There was an Annabelle one. I think it's officially licensed, or at the very least, they're so small that uh, whoever does Annabelle <laughs> hasn't cared enough to come sue them. There was a one called Survivor, where you have to create the antidote for a zombie pandemic. But the one we did was called After Midnight, which is about getting stuck in a haunted studio, film studio in cool. Japan. And it was very fun. There was seven of us. So like a lot of us were in the room. Um, eight is the maximum you can take in. Uh, I asked what the record time to do it in was and it was 22 minutes i believe we did it in 49 um so close basically uh i just do i do want to point out i want to point out that that record time was done with one hint we did ours with zero hints
1: uh, well it's not record time if i got a hint that's the rules that's what it?
0: i think right so if anything what we know i won we won it's about the team not me it's about the team it's about, uh, yeah. we, we were also severely hampered so uh, so basically we went through there was three rooms uh in this escape room so it's escape rooms actually uh the first room you had to do this puzzle okay well i mean that's every room uh
1: but you had to do a room- puzzle <laughs> in an escape room it's crazy Whoa. i
0: know it's crazy uh no it was there's like the, um we found a bunch of rubber lizards and stuff and we had to count them and that was the code for the next room uh and the next room we had to look through a painting's eyes to get the right uh japanese characters that synced up with a number that we could then input into a lock which then opened up a, a a casket which then you hopped in the casket and you were pushed by people in the room or dragged if they're in the other room into the next room which was pretty cool it was a pretty cool transition. Um, I offered to go last because I'm a brave boy and nothing scares me ever. It was spooky because I kept expecting... What I was expecting was that one time you and I went to a spooky escape room and they came in and freaked the fuck out of us. I'll tell that story after I tell this, but I was expecting that and that's why I was freaking out a little bit because I was like, I know that escape room employees have really mean senses of humor. Um... (laughs) Especially to those suffering in a horror-themed <laughs> escape room. But no, that didn't happen, and we got and I got slid through. And then we found out that, because uh, we, throughout, we've been told that uh, I didn't kill myself, because the an actress went missing, and it was like, oh, she's presumed dead. She's like, I didn't kill myself, I didn't kill myself, and it turns out the director of a film shot her. Mm. Uh, we found her body. It was hanging in the rafters of the... Um, What's it called? The hanging in the rafters of the uh, the the studio. Uh, it, it dropped down after a laser pointer was pointed at a bullet hole. Ugh. There was no bullet hole in her head, and she was hanging. So I reckon she did kill herself. But like, we were told she didn't though. So I think we found the wrong body. If anything, we just then. So it's still a mystery in my eyes. Basically, we don't know. Mm. Uh, but we escaped. And that went well. So uh, the story I was talking about before was Max and I used to do quite a few escape rooms together. We used to be escape
1: room aficionados, if you will. We did,
0: and I think it'd be great if we had the time to do it again, but just- I I
1: was also just thinking this. I think maybe we 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 should- should yeah
0: because yeah. <laughs> the only time we ever hang out now is to do the <laughs> podcast and play D. so if we can spend some time just with us two that'd be nice uh but we did one i think maybe it was the second or third one was it the second one i think
1: i kind it was, pretty early. It was, it was yeah. pretty
0: early on in our career um we did one which was a it was kind of like a magician but he was also mm. a murderer uh and there's a point where you're supposed to lock yourself in the next room that opens up and we were kind of just like oh no, we won't. And so what we, we did- Well,
1: no, we kept thinking we had-, had missed stuff. All the yeah. stuff, we missed stuff in the first room. And yeah, so we which, kept no. walking back and forth between the first room and the second room. And so we and got a eventually call. we both end up- oh, Did we get-, did we, get a we, so we got a call away? saying,
0: oh, guys, guys, no, don't worry. We're You don't need to go back in that room anymore. Like, oh, okay. So we went back into the the second room closed the door like oh yeah make sure you lock the door I'm like all right we'll lock the door and we locked the door and both of us kind of looked at each other like but what if there's something else in that room and right as that happened they slammed on the fucking door like they walked into the escape room into the first room and slammed on the door and skidded the absolute shit out of both of us and from that moment on we we're like that door means locked like we know a, we know that was just like a, an employee like a guy, who walked guy but that terrified the fuck out of us. We escaped. Um,
1: yeah. by the way, um, clearly because we're here now.
0: Matt, so they don't tell you if
1: you don't escape an escape room, um, they keep you locked in there forever.
0: Well, not only that, but you have to like make it your new home, and I hope you bring some. Wait, is that how they get
1: new employees?
0: Yeah, it's the people who don't escape. But like, and that's then they just have to kidnapping. like get
1: walked out, and then it's like, well, now you work here.
0: Like, indentured servitude, I guess. Yeah, yeah. At what point do you get to leave? Do you ever get to leave? Um, no. Maybe if
1: someone, like, replaces you.
0: Yeah, they have an upper limit. So if, like, a big group of people don't come out, that means, like, a whole new wave of employees comes in mm. and all the, the old ones. But then why are they so helpful? They don't want the same fate to befall you. They're kind. Mm. You have to be kind to be a... But that's why they're cruel, though, as well, because they are going to mm. get their kicks somehow. Yeah. But yeah, no, escape rooms are great if you enjoy puzzles and you have a friend or two or, or six. six in my case. How, uh,
1: how did it go? Because I've, I've done one escape room with like a big group
0: yeah. of people. So I've done a couple. The last one I did before this one, I don't really recall how it went, but I think it went fine. But this one, it went really well. It went really, like we did really well because there was a bunch of us. And so the way you and I go at least is we'll kind of throw out what we think are the smart ideas and then you and I will throw out what we think are the dumb ideas and then we'll kind of just stop there because we're like, hmm, well, that's it, right? But when you have like a huge group, there's a lot of dumb ideas and usually it is actually a dumb idea that gets you through to the next room. Like it's that was the correct one. Like it's the thing that people think, oh, it couldn't be that or like just you don't even consider because you were thinking way too laterally and not to say that you're meant to be stupid. It's just like, Sometimes the simplest answer is the correct answer, and sometimes and you're, we're you're just way too overthinking. Smart. That's not what I was saying at all. I'm just saying maybe we're just overthinking it. Sometimes we're I- too
1: smart for the escape room.
0: Sure, we'll <laughs> go with that. But uh, in this one, it went pretty well. But because it went so well, because there was just like us throwing out like a shit ton of ideas, and it was just like I'd, we were never at a point where we're like we don't know what to do. The actual issue, but more came down to which idea do we try first (laughs) because we're trying to beat the time um and then obviously the hardest part the one that really killed us with time was that you had to one by one get into a coffin and then be pulled through into the next room and that really killed our time i think like in all honesty you could have to do it seven times and for the, Mm. the first time as well we didn't realize that there was a little the guy first guy got in didn't realize there was a basically one of those you know on like a back door of your house you'll have one of those uh uh, uh locks but it's not like a lock it's a bar that you shove into the wall like you pick it up, like you flick i can't remember what they're called um yeah, they yeah, on yeah. gates a lot but, yeah yeah but you i'm sure you can imagine what i'm saying it's like a gate type thing where you shove it into the side and you can usually padlock it or something there's one of those that you have to lift up to let the it roll forward so we got just stuck on try, trying to basically push a locked in coffin because we knew it went in we could see the um crease and we could see a little bit of the next room mm. we couldn't get it in and then eventually we're like oh there we go so that yeah but yeah also, there was that time that the guy who was in charge of the calculator just was incapable of pressing the correct button, so we had to keep wiping and redoing it because it was a math-based question. Uh, but yeah, Matt very also fun. very relatable. Escape rooms are fun. They're a little bit expensive. Apparently, they're really cheap actually in Japan. So go to Japan oh, and cool. do a bunch, I guess. Because uh, it's, it's a Japanese thing. I didn't realize this. It makes sense oh. when someone tells me it, but I didn't actually realize mm-hmm. it, or it originated from Japan. But yeah, they have like you can do them for like ten bucks over there. Like oh, that's good at least, They're usually about 40 here. Well, it was mm. 40 because it was like a big group of us. Um, smaller groups, you have to pay more. Because More, yeah. Sag. Um, but yeah, good time. Go to Lost in Melbourne. They do good stuff. If you like scary. Hey! All right. You guys ready for the most succinct and good name of a film ever put to screen? Um, we're talking about The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, directed by Francis Lawrence, who did three of the four last Hunger Games movies and released in 2023. It stars Rachel Zegler, Tom Blythe, Viola Davis, Peter Dinklage, and Jason Schwartzman. Max, in a simple way, because this movie's convoluted as fuck, what is The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes about?
1: So... Um, as alluded to earlier I have not engaged Prior to this movie In a single piece of Hunger Games media
0: Well it's a prequel so like Great place to start I'd say
1: <laughs> um, So this is the way that I will put it I'm gonna do a base assumption That
0: everyone knows what the Hunger Games are I think you're one of the few people Who actually hasn't like, like done it Basically
1: This movie is about The bad guy from the regular books, movies.
0: Yep, but he's a like a an angsty teen. I didn't realize they were meant to be eighteen. I thought they were like twenty five.
1: No, they were definitely meant to be teenagers.
0: Uh, I mean, I found out that they were, but they looked twenty five.
1: Yeah, that's because they cast they over, they overcast the ages in films like this. But um, they do. I mean, that's it, right? Is He's an it's be, and it's like it's, the origin of the modern Hunger Games.
0: It's like the origin or the of televised. why the Hunger Games became the spectacle that it is, but also why President Snow uh, Coriolanus Coriolanus? Coriolanus Snow. Everyone has a dumb name in this fucking movie. Coriolanus, I mean, all of Hunger Games is dumb name. Katniss is a dumb name, okay? Like that's dumb. Yeah, call us Swamp Potato. Yeah, like a real, like a real OG. Um, like, let's, let's read, let's just read some of the names in this, like, before we go on. So sure, Lucy Gray sure. Baird, not Lucy Gray Bird, Lucy Gray Baird, which I, is fine. I didn't mind that one. Lucy Gray, I think, is a fine name. Lucy Gray is a fine name. Baird is stupid. Coriolanus Snow. Uh, great that, um, Suzanne Collins called her main character, Snow, or the main bad guy, Snow. Therefore, you can have people wax poetically with his name. Because how else are you supposed to be clever without using someone's name in some form of uh, uh, sneaky metaphor like snow falls so, on top? Or do you hear that, boy? That's the sound of snow.
1: Um, Falling. Is, it, is it meant to be that, like, the people in the capital have fancy names?
0: Sure. I mean, yes, but also it's dumb because the people are out in the... um. Other place, there's a there's a guy in them um, in in District Four in the new in the old game. Oh, what's what, what, what the original trilogy? His name's Finnick. New old o- His name's Finnick odare That's a dumb name. It's the, the, just main, the main Irish. It's dumb. <laughs> the main character, the main the main one of the main love interests in the first games, uh, the first trilogy is called Peter. Now I know you're gonna say Mitchell. That's a real name, not if it's spelled P E E T A. That's dumb. Yeah, it's the. It's the if you say animal it's the bread. Activision.
1: Activision.
0: Okay. I was oh, going to say. If, if, you say it's, if you say it's like the bread. Pitta, Pita. P I T A. No, it's not.
1: Which it's would have made Pitta. more sense because
0: he's a baker's son. Anyway. Oh my God. Let's go out. There's, there's a vol, <laughs> vo, 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 vol, Volumnia Goal. Who is That's that? That's Viola Davis' character. Dr. Gaul. Yeah. She well, she's, must be French, I guess. There's a character called Tigress, which yeah. is worse when you realize she actually becomes a cat lady, an act like a literal cat lady in I, the later I didn't books. Know this which until, you didn't know this. I didn't know this.
1: She was just like some lady called Tigress, and I'm like, cool. No, like from Kung she Fu
0: Panda, actually becomes it's spelled different by the way to Kung Fu Panda. But yeah. <sighs> um,
1: oh, because uh, all I was all I was thinking was like they're talking about Tigress, and all I can think is like, oh yeah, Kung Fu Panda.
0: Yeah. Well, if I say. Pers Persephone, Pri- Persephone 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 Price. What about hilarious heavensby?
1: Wait, no, that was um.
0: Gaius Breen. Domita Wimswick Whimsywick, sorry. P- Pliny Harrington. Pliny Festus Creed.
1: Fe- wait, no. Festus. Festus. Still do the way he was the other guy who went to the. Became a police officer, wasn't he? Yeah,
0: you say that, but he doesn't look like it. Anyway, uh just dumb names overall. Uh also dumb movie. Um it's almost three hours. <laughs> Is it uh, really?
1: I wasn't I didn't actually look it up. I just went to the movie and sat.
0: hours. oh I'm sorry, almost three hours. It's two thirty seven. Two hours thirty seven. Okay. So but still too long. Uh that's seven minutes longer than Napoleon, apparently. <laughs> uh napoleon is a ridley scott biopic epic historical film and yet you managed to beat his movie by seven minutes with your silly hunger games prequel also this movie was made with a hundred million dollars and i believe it's crashing which is kind of funny did you like this movie max This movie
1: was very hard for me to enjoy because I did not know enough
0: about oh. the Hunger Games universe to understand a lot of what was going on. So is it, as someone who hasn't done any other Hunger Games media book or movie or anything else, wait, did you do Minecraft Hunger Games back in the day? No. No. Mm, okay so no hunger games media I, that is- i
1: remember people playing hunger games tiggy in like primary school
0: the fuck is hunger games oh it's because you slow do you slowly become more like do you grow the people I think who you are-
1: just go out Okay, get out oh. i think it was just like regular Tiggy,
0: but you don't like switch you just die
1: you just
0: die that's silly i think you should you either play the one where you do it because it's like a virus and it goes to the next person. No, that's not a virus. The virus one is where it like spreads and more and more people become it, mm. or gang up ticky, or you play the one where it just switches between people, like a or
1: the one where you have to sit on them
0: like a toilet. I beg your pardon. <laughs> do you not? Did you ever play that? No, we didn't play toilet tiki at my school, Max. We didn't sit on each other like animals. We 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 punched each other like proper human beings.
1: Okay, I okay. So it was actually called toilet tiki. That's horrible. And you made this up. I don't know. I remember playing it in school. I remember being doing it in PE as well. What they did it in PE? <laughs> yep. They taught this. mm Hmm. Um. And if you got tagged, you had to like kneel down with like mm. like as if you're like a toilet proposing but like oh, a toilet right but it'd be like a toilet right yeah and then to unfreeze you have to someone have to, have to sit on you and like, like flush
0: toilet. the toilet right hmm sounds shit anyway sounds, <laughs> sounds bad but anyway so as someone who hasn't like taken in any other hung games media how unapproachable was this
1: so I kind of like what I know about hunger games is I is what I've got from like cultural osmosis right our is, favorite term um it's a great term I love the term Big my sister was do. really into the hunger games um so that's I kind of knew a little bit like I knew about things like the capital and the hunger games and
0: that's two things Katniss, um, you know Katniss I
1: knew Katniss she wasn't in this movie you didn't know I didn't the whistle, know the whistle. I didn't know, did whistle. know the
0: whistle. Did you know the three-finger salute? I didn't know that. That's what the whistle, basically. So if you didn't know the whistle, it's unlikely. Um, you know the three I didn't know still. about
1: snow. I didn't know there was a war. Um, I mean,
0: there's always a war on these types of dystopian Yeah, but things. I didn't know there was a war. It's I didn't
1: really know about the districts. Like, sure. I, yeah. I didn't know a lot. I didn't understand the political system at all.
0: There isn't one. It's just stupid.
1: I just what what I knew was they put kids in an arena and made them fight to the death, and some of them were more wealthy, and they were more likely to survive because it's a metaphor for capitalism. I love capitalism. So watching this film is it's sort of it's a very strong three act film where the first act is the build up to the the. 10th annual hunger games where they decide to make it more interesting they're going to give all of the raped kids that sounds wrong. that still
0: sounds wrong um it's surely meant to be uncomfortable to say right i like, think that's so. by design because you don't you're not supposed to be like ah, oh, the kids who have luckily been picked for hunger games no you've, yeah. been, you've been reaped no, it is hard to say without being like horrible.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, they're like mentoring them to be
0: like media personalities, which is something that's basically ingrained into the Hunger Games and like the yeah. Next. I didn't like know the, this. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just tell- I'm telling you now that like that's what bas- that's basically what kind of becomes the norm and what becomes the mm. idea is that these these hunger these tributes become like these celebrity celebrity figures for however mm. long that they. Uh, are alive and any that live the victors they become these ultra celebrities and and often if they're hot they get their bodies sold into sex slavery it's super cool cool i did not know that one yeah finnick O'Dare, once again he gets sold into sex slavery and it's super fun and gross yum cool so yeah
1: um, uh you knew those so, things yeah and then so there's that and then there's the hunger games bit Yep. Where they're fighting in the Hunger Games. And then yep. you go like, oh, there's the look, they're fighting in the Hunger Games and they're trying to prove that this new method of hunger gamesing is good. Yep. And then you're like, oh yeah, the movie's gonna be over soon and it's not. Um and then there's this whole other bit where they find out that Snow cheated, um, because of some stuff with the snake related deaths. And <laughs> <laughs> um then he becomes a peacekeeper, which is a fancy net way of saying uh, fascist. Fascist um, police officer, police yes. officer, if you will, um, where Little he shot? goes and stalks his tribute who girlfriend, who he thinks
0: is his girlfriend, but she is his girlfriend, <laughs> kind sort of? of, sort of. I, well, this is going to go into something I have an issue with with the movie, but like, if you want to continue your thing first, um, well, yeah.
1: So, for me, I'm like I don't know any of the organizations. I don't know who the character is. I don't understand his context. To oh, I Mm. didn't understand that Snow was the president then
0: of the of the world. America of Pan Am. Pan Am. Am. America. You see a map? It's North America. Yeah, I was like, oh, Pan Am, like, like the airline. Well, it's like um, Pan Am stands for bread. And there's, it's it's a it's it's half of a saying in Latin that was said before gladiatorial arenas, which means entertainment and bread, and panem is right. the bread part, yeah, yeah or okay. something along those lines, yeah.
1: So I didn't know his relationship to anything. I didn't know who Tigress was in relation to anything. I didn't know who Peter Dinklage was in relationship to anything.
0: To be fair, Peter Dinklage is a completely new thing. Like that's okay. Like he he was never. I, before I wasn't said, to know that. Yeah. I no, was no, like, I'm, he could have been I'm, a guy that was important. He could have been a guy. He wasn't a guy. Most of these characters are dead by the time Hunger Games rolls around because it's like 64 years later.
1: Yeah. And then there's all this stuff about this war that like, I'm like, am I meant to know about this? And apparently I'm not really, but I didn't it's know
0: the, that. It's not probably touched on.
1: It's, yeah. and But it's like, oh, am I meant to know about this war kind of? And then I I wasn't sure about that. And then I wasn't really sure about how it worked and how the politics worked. And look, it was fine. Like it was
0: fine. Yeah. Okay. So to get into the wall, let's I just want to point out, because this is this is something that's irritated me about the Hunger Games world overall. I'm gonna read to you each district and what they do, like what they produce or what they right. think. Okay. And I want you to kind of point out the one to you that seems the most uh egregious or silly it's it's subtle you'll you won't notice it probably so district one does luxury items Mm -hmm. district two is masonry and defense Mm -hmm. district three is general electronics Mm -hmm. district four is fishing district Mm five is power and electricity what do you think so far have i said the one that's silly yet or do you reckon this is fine
1: fishing seems out of place but keep going
0: no no i I, that was a trick i actually haven't said it yet district six is transportation district mm-hmm. 7 is lumber right district 8 is textiles Wait, sorry,
1: sorry how, do, how do you have a district that's involved in transportation if or- i assume
0: they create it like they they the the main like engineering and like, right. cr- like making like maybe things that it's like maybe like the yard where they take the trains when they break down or something like okay. that i assume sure but also you're asking someone who doesn't know i'm just reading this <laughs> okay they, because it's never this. This they never really go into this in any of the books. Mm-hmm. This is like you only ever look at District Twelve, basically, and District yeah. Thirteen, which we're getting to. Yeah. District Thirteen, by the way, blown off the face of the Earth during the I, aforementioned war. I was war. told about this. Cool. Uh, so I just I, said I District don't know 7, at what point that happens. Like right as the war ends, that's when it happens. Right. Cause that's what ends the war is them getting blown off the face of the earth. Right. So, District Seven, lumber. I said that. Yeah. District Eight is textiles. Uh huh. District Nine is South Africa. What? We just now we jest we jest because like the, the movie the movie a, no no because District Nine the movie. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, it's actually um grain. It's just grain. Right. Okay. Um, that was funny, and other people should hopefully enjoy that joke. Um, District Ten <laughs> is livestock. District eleven mm-hmm. is agriculture, district twelve is coal mining, district thirteen is nuclear weaponry. Yep. I don't know. Did you did you see where the issue is?
1: Yeah, they have that? one for grain and then another one for agriculture,
0: and one for livestock actually as well. But I'm more <laughs> worried with the fact that they gave people that they actively disenfranchise nuclear weaponry.
1: Yeah. That's not So clever. I was told about this. I, that doesn't make sense. It, so I can't
0: remember if this is, is meant Is there to a, be a reason s- for this? Well, beyond they're too lazy to do it in the capital. But no, because what's what's insane to me is that the, wep- the nuclear weaponry that they made in District 13 is definitely state funded. It's not like they did that in secret. They didn't steal the plutonium and rig a dirty bomb. They were given- state funding to make nuclear weapons and then send it back to the capital, it feels like something you do in-house, you know? If Mm. you're a totalitarian government, uh, a fascist totalitarian government, and, you know, you have all these different districts that basically act as slave labor, and you're actively oppressing them and all this, I feel like giving one of them nuclear weapons not a good idea i don't know what do you think max am i being too silly i i i feel like
1: i have this like gut feeling that maybe Mm. district 13 was like added to for a plot reason
0: well so district 13's there from the beginning like, yeah, I know, but books. like,
1: I'm I'm Suzanne Collins, I'm writing The Hunger Games, I'm like, sure. know, okay, so there's the capital, and there's the 12 districts, and they all do different sure. things, and, and yeah. she's riding along, she's riding along, and then she goes, No oh, shit, but I need nuclear weapons to come somewhere, <laughs> come from Just somewhere. Make
0: it come, in, make it come from the capital, they can do it
1: in-house. And then she goes, you know what, I'll make it come from District 13.
0: Yeah. Well, see this. Is the thing as well. Th- this is the thing as well. District 13 is actually not destroyed. It's a foe destruction. It between so District 13 and the capital come to an agreement because both of them have nuclear weapons because one of them was being supplied by the other. Uh, so they both have nuclear weapons and they both basically say, look, if we shoot these at each other, it's you know it's it's mutually assured, mutually assured destruction. So the capital's like, look, if we pretend to blow you to smithereens, will you hide and not come out? And District 13, with fingers crossed, says, yeah, of course.
1: We'll, what, we'll wait, why would they yeah. do that?
0: Who, who, which one? District 13. Well, they're both at a, a kind of a... We, we, we never see the war. I assume they were losing... But Sorry, also, we okay. don't, I don't know. This, this don't was know frustrating
1: her. for me personally, and I'm told that it doesn't matter. I was told by a Hunger Games expert that it doesn't matter.
0: But- the Hunger Games. Is it Mr. Manager?
1: It is Mr. Manager. Yeah, you um,
0: looked to your left when you said that, where Mr. Manager is sitting.
1: But I feel like the war that is instigatory sure. for the Hunger Games for as a concept
0: yeah, yep.
1: is important, especially given that, like, in this movie specifically, jumping back to this, um, Coriolanus Snow's father dies in the war. Yes, but he's also the president.
0: No, he was he's a general.
1: Also, oh, he's a general. But his also, the, the he general, invented yeah. the
0: Hunger Games. Yeah, he stole it from Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage was like, "Ha ha, Lamar," and then his dad was like, "Ha ha, but what if actually?" But what if? Ha 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 But actually. Mm-hmm it's uh, it's um, it's, um uh, i think my look i think the issue that really comes from is that we're we're going too hard on world building that is designed for a world that's not meant to be actually taken super literally yeah and that's fine we're, we're having a gaff. however this movie doesn't work i really think i don't think this movie really works because we spend 45 to 30 minutes just bumming around at the very start looking at politics which by the way is the thing that killed the star wars prequels so let's just do it again on another prequel uh prequel thing
1: politics can be done well sure it just wasn't in this case or star wars or star wars
0: yeah i look i jest i'm jesting politics can be done well i'm 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 a, I'm a just a funny guy i'm having a little joke with my friend max on my little podcast that i do uh but yeah so we do we do 30 to 45 minutes of us watching president non-non-president snow coriolanus yeah coriolanus uh bum around pretending he's rich laughing as a rich person um and then he uh puts forward the idea of making because because they're kind of like no one wants to watch the hunger games no one wants to watch a bunch of faceless children murder each other because first we like we're not letting anyone learn who they are so no one's getting any emotional attachment so therefore no one really wants to watch the horrific events of this Gladiatorial arena where a bunch of little kids run at each other and smash each other in the face with, with pipes and shit. Like, oh, but, I just, I just don't se- understand why this isn't but se- working. But
1: secretly, Peter Dinklage doesn't want it to keep going.
0: But the chick who runs it does. She's That's crazy. the problem she is crazy and to be honest viola davis is probably my favorite part of this whole movie she's yeah, so she much fun really to good. watch she was, she was really was good really good i wish she was in a better movie because damn did she just eat up the scenery i love viola davis she's probably like the most the most best one of the best things about dc universe and there's not a lot of good in that dc universe but i think she's getting carried over so that's excellent but seriously she's great but the idea of making it into an actual like uh spectacle and actual entertain entertaining show is like completely foreign to her it's like it didn't cross your mind once to make the games fun like you know what i mean like it didn't cross your mind to turn it into uh like a spectacle to get people Mm. involved to make it social to you know have people learn who these people are have people want to make bets you didn't think about that once you have to wait for like some random kid whose dad died 10 years ago to tell you about it. It's crazy to me, right? Like, am I, am I being unfair here? No, I think it,
1: like it's, it's, um it's very strange that it isn't more apparent to the people in the movie that like, this is the course of action Um, because not only so, so part of, well, one of the running themes is Coriolanus Snow learning, or learning, um, scare quotes learning, um, what the purpose of the Hunger Games is, and he we, starts. What off, is
0: the purpose again? It's, it's just meant to be like a microcosm of the world, right? So, so he
1: starts off. He starts off saying like, "Oh, it's a punishment for the districts."
0: Yeah, um, which is not correct. That's not the uh, right answer.
1: Which is not the true... Well, well
0: That's not what the movie wants us to think is the That's not the what the right movie answer. wants us to... It, it is, though. It is a, just a punishment. It's a
1: punishment for the districts, for misbehaving. And then he says, but I, then I felt that was wrong. This is the scene at the end where he recaps yeah, it yeah, conveniently. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I didn't understand um, it. It's the problem.
1: <laughs> and then he says, and then I thought it was a reminder for the Capitol to mm. keep us in line because we're all naughty little boys. Yeah. And then he went, actually... It's, um, people just like that Lamell and then Viola Davis is like, yeah, I agree Lamell. Um, let's keep making kids murder each other in horrific and brutal ways. Um,
0: and. <laughs> I'm going to jump in here since, cause I think like, <laughs> it, I, 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 I so the whole point of this movie is to be, why did the worst man alive in the trilogy become the worst man alive in the trilogy? It's because he was always the worst. He was just always the worst born man. Like that, we didn't need a movie for this. He doesn't grow. Because what would be interesting in this movie is if he starts out not being the worst man alive and becomes it somehow. I thought he was going to get betrayed by Rachel Zegler, or mm. he was going to like like he was going to have to. She was going to do something, and it was going to put his family at risk, or something to make him have a turn. But yeah. all that happens is that he accidentally slips up. That he without any prompting betrayed his friend and got him killed. She looked at him weirdly. And then also she had the guns, but also did she have the gun? Like that part was confusing as well. Like, did she hide the guns?
1: I think that is meant to be ambiguous there.
0: But it can't be. We need to know because don't he just turns we evil then. Because the problem I, the is- The fact that
1: he just turns evil there is like very- I think is strange. And I think it, it's very strange that he so just immediately, in the last 10 minutes or so of the movie, he flips on the dime and he goes from, I'm morally conflicted to- I'm a actual sociopath. And Let me murder
0: the birds. All the I'm birds. I to murder
1: everything, and I hate the world. And children should murder each other. To make it um, more
0: like more concise to our listeners, because what we often do is we'll mention something offhand and not really go into what we're talking about. What happens is. And I actually walked out to pee during this part, so I might need Max <laughs> to um, probably discuss, because this is, the by the way, one of the... I think the first movie in living memory, for me at least, that I've actually walked out to pee in. So... Uh,
1: mine, I, mine was a better better movie to do that, and that was um, uh, Fantastic Based on Where to Find the Crimes of Grindelwald.
0: Oh, you could have just peed through that whole movie. Honestly, that's not a movie worth sitting around in. But no, I... For, in my mind, he'd been bumming around the district twelve for like ages. I had drunk mm-hmm. a six hundred milliliter, no sugar, vanilla uh, Coca Cola. In my head, I was like, "Nothing's happening." I've, I I could have gone for the past twenty minutes, and I would have been able to come back. And unfortunately, I walked out, peed. the 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 bathroom was directly next to the cinema. and I heard a loud bang come from the from the <laughs> cinema, and I was like, "I've missed something." <laughs> Fuck! I walked back in, and so, two so people were dead on the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: did anyone tell you what happened there? Or well, I went by
0: myself. You... Okay, no so no. To. Okay, so
1: so there. I mean, so like, I'll, this... I'll say.
0: I'll tell you when I walked out and when I walked back in. Okay, so, so when did you walk out? I'll you. fill in the gaps. I walked out the second time he was hanging out in like that bar where Lucy Gray sings. Okay, so he's
1: in the so bar was... where Lucy Gray sings, right? Yeah,
0: and I walked and then... back in. In the direct aftermath of the daughter of the mayor and her boyfriend getting shot, it was okay. in that they're still in the room when it ha- where it okay, happened. Okay,
1: so so they're in the bar, they're in the like tavern. I'm gonna call it the tavern. I think it's a sure. Tavern. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he sees um his friend with a stupid name, um who's also yep. the police officer go into plinth. like a back room. It's plinth, it's plinth right?
0: Because it's, it's his dad's like Sejanus. plinth and the, the plinth prize. It's
1: Janus. That was his name. Yeah, it's Janus.
0: So Janus Plinth, ask, ask Mister Manager. Janus Plinth. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because
0: the plinth. Because his dad's boyfriend. the plinth, but, but they're, they're
1: not boyfriends. They're... Um, he sees him go into, like a back room, and he's like, "Ah, oh, what's he doing?" Because obviously he's gone like, "Oh, this guy's he's like supporting the rebels," and for whatever yeah. reason, he's like, he cares, and he follows him into the back room, and then. Everyone, like, freaks out because, like, oh, my God, there's another, like, police officer here, and we're planning to escape. And then Sejanus is like, no, it's okay. He's one of the good ones. (laughs) And then... (laughs) That's what happens, though. And then... um, I I believe you. And then um, the mayor's daughter gets really huffy and goes to attack him, and then he shoots her.
0: Um... That's not and what happened at all.
2: Is it not? Lucy Gray walks in. Oh, that's right. So Lucy Gray walks in. Fuck,
0: did you go and pee and as well, man? She's
2: like clearly No, no kind I, just, of like, I just
1: like wasn't paying attention.
2: Yeah. <laughs> she like clearly knows like what's going on, like in the meeting. Mm. And then like the um, ex boyfriend guy of her, who's dating the mayor's daughter, like tries to like make an advance on her or something. Or, like, goes to defend her, and then the mayor's daughter, like, cracks her shits, and then oh, that's right. is like, I'm gonna tell my dad, and you'll all be hanged. Me see you at the hanging tree, and then.
1: And then she goes to walk off to go tell her dad that they're all gonna, like, rebel and, like, leave. And then he shoots her. Then
2: Coriolanus picks up the big boy gun and fucking double. She's like.
1: <laughs> and then and then the other guy's like, Whoa, what the fuck? You can't be doing that. And then
2: he kills. He, he
1: shoots him the as, boyfriend well. as well. Yeah, and then he shoots him.
0: It sounded like it was necessary, yeah. honestly.
1: It was, Um and it felt justified. But then also he just, like, betrayed um Sejanus for no reason yeah. as well at that one point with the birds because it was like, hey, remember the birds from earlier? Yeah. <clears throat> the, the birds.
0: Oh, okay, so to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, uh, Jabba Jays are a thing that appear a lot in the first Trilogy. I, like I kind of
1: worked that out because yeah. they were like Jabberjay. Oh, Mockingjay. Oh, that's the name yeah. of the book. Well, so because um,
0: a, a Mockingjay is a is a is a a bird that is a relation. It's it's the birth. Oh, shit, my dick. It's a it's the offspring of a mockingbird and a Jabberjay. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah.
1: Right. How does okay. That work? Anyway. Um, there's birds that do that.
0: Sure. All right.
1: But, um, or like a Liger.
0: Oh yeah. Can can I just Um, point out the problem I have is that in the book and like, like in, in like the first trilogy, Jabba Jays are kind of like, like the, like just really amped up mocking birds, basically they can just copy stuff. But in this movie, they seem to just be like, like, you know, how there's that joke where birds are just drones that record you? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, they, they just seem to actually be electronic birds. You know what I mean? Like, they just yeah. appear to actually be drones, not birds. It's the birds. only
1: real example we get of um, uh, Viola Davis doing like the uh, biological engineering that she seems
0: to be doing in her lab. Oh, no, she had snakes. We didn't no, see but, her like, do the snakes, snakes, but she had the snakes. They were just snakes. They were purple snakes. I mean, not purple snakes, rainbow Sorry. snakes. They were rainbow snakes. She fucked around with She made. Scale. She made them rainbow. She made the snakes She's, rainbow. She spray painted them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but then, like, they hide the guns and then it's implied that uh, Lucy Gray hid the guns in the house and then she um, brought him to the house after he told her that he accidentally murdered, that he murdered or killed um, Sejanus and then she fled and then he tried to kill her and then he slipped. Like, why? (sighs) Because she worked out that he killed someone
0: so james he's oh. like
1: i killed three people and she's like who's the third person and he's like My after like old self
0: well no after like let's say maybe a good 30 to 45 seconds of him trying to direct it somewhere else being like huh i didn't hear you pardon excuse me myself and he says it in the most like I winky like yeah, I, it was me wink, wink. And then she,
1: and then she, being a person with half a brain, like one of the few people in this movie with half a brain, um, works out. Oh, he actually killed someone else. Oh, he probably killed St. Janus, which is why He's he
0: probably got- where the recording that they played before his execution where the recording came, from. came
1: from. Oh, I shit! I better not trust this guy. I'm gonna like dip. I'm going to, like, make him feel real guilty and then I'm going to dip while he's having a mental
0: menti bee. Like, why would you... Because sh- she tells him to look in that apart- compartment as well yes. under the stairs. Like, she,
1: I think she has to know and she has to be doing that because he, like, she's trying to bait him into, like, thinking about something else while she... Because she's like, I'm going to go pick Swan Potatoes. Katniss.
0: Oh, Potatoes.
2: She says, I'm going to go pick Katniss." It's one potatoes. No, no, it's actually a really nice moment where earlier in the film that she drops the thing about Katniss and everyone in the audience yeah, we, goes, we, "Oh, we it's Katniss, that right?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, kill me!" But then at, when she's trying to date him, she's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go like you know pick Katniss." It's like Katniss.
1: it's raining.
2: No, oh. he's like, "Isn't it a bit early for Katniss?" And I saw this TikTok that was like it was a bit early for Katniss because she wasn't coming until 60 years later to start the revolution.
0: Is that deliberate or is that just, I, I feel think, like that's stupid.
2: Anyway, I think she like, like was
1: trying to bait him into like, not paying attention. Then she slips out of the back it was sort of the kind of the impression I
0: got. But it didn't work.
1: It's half worked. And then she slipped out the back.
0: And then did he shoot her? Or did I he think, think he, he shot I her? I think he like
1: thinks he shot her.
0: Was she even there? Because
1: the implication that I was told. Again, I don't know this because I have not engaged in any other Hungarian material. I don't it, think like,
0: you need to at this point. This is she just the movie, is meant to
1: be like a ancestor of Katniss.
0: Why? What does, that, what does that vagular hand motion you're making mean, Mr. Manager? Mr. Manager can't hear me. You have to tell her. Mr.
2: Manager.
1: Mitch um, wants to know why you why you're not sure on that one.
2: Um, I haven't read, so I've only read half the prequel book, so like I'm not like the expert on it. But I think it's like the implications there, but the all, but the implication is also that like it's not there, like it's a it's just a illusion that they like set up, but they intentionally don't like pay it off. Mm. Um, I think it's pre- I think it's a, in the film. It's a pretty heavy implication. Sure. That like. She Lucy Gray is the dad is the um, grandmother and like the dad's mother, like Katniss's dad's mother, because he's the one that knows all the songs and teaches Katniss all the songs and shit. But it's not like confirmed or anything.
0: Does that mean President Snow uh, Max? You have to tell Mr. Manager oh. this because Mr. Manager doesn't have a uh, headset. I'll give
1: you. I'll give you the headset.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Go again. Does that mean President Snow banged Katniss's great grandmother? <laughs> Or oh, grandmother.
2: I think that's awesome if that's true. Yeah.
0: That's kind of based. Uh, yeah. And then. Why did like, he never use that to win the war in the rebellion? like, her grandma was so hot. What Dude,
2: do you mean? Your
0: grandmother smashed that, tapped that.
2: She's, she's banging. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's, it's kind of interesting because, like, Lucy Gray is like written out of the history books. By right. the time we get to the Hunger Games. Like, no one remembers her. They delete all the footage of the 10th Hunger Games. Like, they basically functionally remove it from history. She disappears. She it didn't
0: exist yet when they wrote the first Hunger Games. It's called it, it, the J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I know,
2: but it was a bit more clever than that stupid
0: shit. Sure, I'll give um, them that one.
2: <laughs> no, but, like, if you play it within the games of, you know, the walls of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of the canon and stuff. Yeah. Because she disappears and she's, like, um you know, what was the term that they used to describe the...
0: Just like a bard, but not. that's not what they call Yeah, like it, what though. was
2: the... I can't
0: recall. The,
2: you know, moves around.
0: Yeah. Nomad?
2: Yeah, like a nomadic...
0: But it's like a specific um, word that they use yeah, because they can't I'm ever sure. use the correct word because it's the yeah. future, so they have to use right. weird words. Whatever. Yeah.
2: She's from those, like, that traveling group of people. They functionally remove her from the history, but her songs, like, remain... Yeah. Um. I lost what I was trying to say, but I think it's interesting that they've changed the way the hanging tree song sounds from the way that Katniss sing. Yeah, it's, it's much different. Um, the way that Katniss performs it in, I think it's Mockingjay Part mm. One or two. I think it's one. I don't um, recall
0: which one they actually do it in. As yeah, she does but it's it.
2: it's quite different, and it's oh, I, I think she sings it in the Hunger Games, maybe um
0: no i don't think so
2: but like the instrumentals and the pacing and the tone and the pitch is like all different sure um, yeah i don't know i think it's i, I think guess it's, it's like
0: different. that's kind of like because um uh, uh lucy gray is like a p- actual performer whereas katniss is a hunter who just knows songs
2: yeah and but i think yeah. the implication is like the music remained and like the only evidence of lucy gray that remained was like the, the music and the lyrics but n- not even in its original, like form, form either. Yeah, yeah. This becomes this like mythical, mystical, like unknown figure.
0: Cool. Well, thank you, Mr. Manager, for providing that insight. Local groups. And on that, I want to talk about the actual Hunger Games we watch in this movie. It goes for I'd say it felt like two hours. Whether it goes for that long or not is a completely different story. Unlikely, because that means there's only 35 minutes left to do the think, rest of the movie. I think it was like
1: maybe 45 minutes.
0: It has to be at least an hour. It has to be at least an hour. I can't imagine... It's like the whole
1: second act, right?
0: It's, I'd give it more than that. I'd give it like halfway through the first and then... the I don't know. I don't know. It just felt long and it was super boring. It's so boring. Oh, it's like... We've seen okay, you haven't, but we've seen the Hunger Games before. We've we, and, and 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 as mentioned, this is like a proto version of what is to come of the Hunger Games. So it's the most boring freaking arena in the in because, like, in the first one, it's this forest that they can control through magic technology because the technology is way advanced by the time the next Hunger Games rocks, oh, the next books rock up, and then in the second one it's this clock that does a bunch of cool stuff and it's this tropical Island, but yeah, let's spend an hour and a bit. It has to be an hour and a bit. Uh, in the, in, Thunder a, in, the, in no, no, because the Thunderdome looks a lot more interesting than this, than this, uh, brick, in the dome, <laughs> the dome, dome, where people get domed with dome pieces. <laughs> it's just like so boring and this is and this is what this is what I was going to talk about why well, mentioned in battle royale with the interesting violence the violence in this is really boring because it has yeah. to be super i mean i get it sanitized because of the audience they're going for it's preteen girls and I guess the people who read the book and also watch the last Hunger Games and podcasters like us who have to watch it to stay relevant
1: and like uh, movie review other movie reviewers on uh, different, uh,
0: the, different we, platforms. We, we no other platform. There is no other platform. There's okay. just Sorry, podcasting.
1: I yeah. forgot that nothing exists exist of a podcasts.
0: Podcasts only.
1: Wait, if not only if only podcasts exists, does that mean our film review podcast is is it like it can't exist? Like it's a paradox. Because we can't review films if they don't exist. Because only podcasts exist.
0: You know that saying that Douglas Adams had, where uh, or something. No, it wasn't Douglas Adams, but it was along the lines of. There's this idea that everyone really hopes that there's a meaning behind the universe, and we're kind of constantly searching for a meaning behind the universe. But if that meaning was ever found, the universe would just reset and be replaced with something weirder and wackier.
1: I think that was Douglas Adams. I feel like that was Douglas Adams. It feels, it feels just like it's that I think Adams-y. Douglas Adams would have written. Because
0: uh, then there's like the added on bonus of some would argue that this has already happened. I don't know. I'm just reminding of that quote right now because we may have just created a we paradox. Broke uni- we broke you, the universe. We broke guys. the pottyverse. The pottyverse. The
1: pottyverse. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude, when we get it, when when and if we get a Patreon, we should do the Pottyverse. I don't know what it is, but we should just do it. Look out for the Pottyverse. It's just where we do a bunch of, do we just do this show, but we do review different things? We do like food and and music and wine. You're
1: describing game theory.
0: No. I don't watch game theory. I wouldn't know. Uh, But anyway, uh, it's just boring like it's shot competently I guess but I don't know there's a part where a bunch of drones go in and slam into people and that's kind of funny um also you would think after the first time they realized that the drones may just dome someone in the dome but and into a dome they they would just stop sending those and fix it but they didn't and instead they let a guy gamed the system and used them as bullets. So you,
1: you, you don't think that, like, they knew that that was going to happen? Because I read that as, a, like, they were like, oh, the drones don't work. Rather than, like, oh, no, the drones don't work.
0: So the issue I have is that we're dealing with two very different capitals. We're dealing, at least in my head, because there's the capital from the first three books slash movies where it has to look perfect and if something looks like it's broken someone basically gets killed if they like embarrass the capital in quotation mark like that because of some mistake like that occurs and i will admit that's under the reign of president snow that that type of capital exists Mm. so it's just i don't know if this is just me having a hard time dealing with the fact that the capital changed like through that time period but and this is a problem I have with other stuff in this movie. The capital in this is kind of just a puss. Like, they just let people straight up say that, like, stupid shit. Like, there's the part where um uh his friend, Plinth, uh, Sir Gavin? Sir Janus. Sir Janus. I knew it was a Sir. It's stupid. Uh where so Janus throws a tantra tantrum temper tantrum and then goes, You're all monsters. You're all you're all horrible people. Uh if that had happened in President Snow's capital, he would have been executed, like straight up, just almost probably on the spot. Maybe dragged away to be shot behind the building so that they wouldn't have to film it and put that in a film. As in the Hunger Games film. Whereas in this one, he just kinda gets to walk out without any I uh, think, and I know you're going to say that he's rich and like there's a whole thing where like he continuously gets out of that type of thing, but like in the old capital, that doesn't matter. Like, you, how I, rich you are does actually, not matter at all. I wasn't
1: going to say that. I was going to say that this one is like part of it is my understanding is like they're still trying to like find their footing as, yeah, Ooh. like after this war, like they're 10 years after this war and their government's not totally got full control yet. Yeah. And-
0: Well, I mean, I mean, because also like a huge thing is that the son of the current president gets killed at some point in some bombing or whatever. Uh, It's just, I don't know. The fear of the capital is actually something I find really interesting in, in the Hunger Games books. Like it's, it's, it's a really good antagonist. Mm. So when we're following someone who's meant to become that antagonist, but there's nothing to replace him uh we get viola davis i guess but she's like not as powerful as you'd kind of hope she would be to be Mm. able to fulfill that role it's just it's missing someone interesting to be the antagonist basically it's missing donald sutherland who plays president snow in the Mm. three four i keep saying three there's four movies yeah, that's just the problem. It's just it's just missing a proper antagonist because Viola Davis just kind of disappears for ages mm. and Peter Dinklage isn't even really that bad a guy. Like he's he says if you cheat, we'll kill you. And I was like, That's classic capital. Like you do something stupid, mm. we'll we'll kill you. But mm. you don't. You just get sent to do grunt work as a yeah. as a peacekeeper. So there's but just I, no, I don't know. Threat. He
1: also he also sort of felt like he didn't really want to be part of the regime
0: that's and fine
1: like trying to protect well, himself but like also yeah. that wasn't explained until really really late in the movie as well that,
0: that's like that's like a like end that's the end of the movie revelation yeah
1: it feels very strange that you don't have this sort of like underpinning of him being like i'm doing this because i have to
0: yeah i i mean he keeps taking morphine which is the only drug he can take without giving this movie an r rating because australia hates drugs don't we mm. all, right? Well, I hate drugs. Yeah. yeah. Uh but it's just like it there needed to be a more powerful, more interesting bad guy, aka a president, <laughs> who is really evil and is plotting and cunning and is is because President Snow is meant to be really clever, and in this mm. movie, he doesn't really feel that clever. He just kind of feels lucky and mm. slightly devious yeah and i get he's meant to be young and not as experienced but it's it's just it doesn't give us an origin story because he's basically an insane person from the beginning Mm. so there's no reason there's no reason for this movie to exist because this movie is there to exist to tell us why president Snow became a bad guy i can tell you why he became a bad guy before i watched this movie he had sociopathic tendencies and became a politician like almost every other politician and then he's just the one that got to the top hmm cuz what would be interesting is watching a movie where him as a broke person fought his way up to presidency but instead mm. we just watch this one segment of his life where he kind of fucked up and then came back with the backing of a powerful person in the capital yeah which is a boring story that's boring and and we spend so long in this boring arena where boring action happens, because in the first few Hunger Games movies, the action's not that interesting either But the the thing is that it's the creativity of the actual arena and the creativity of 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 like how Katniss survives that's interesting. Lucy Gray survives by accident, and by no like she doesn't really do anything like beyond drop a little bit of powder on that one boy and she poisons a water bottle. But then it poisoned the wrong person, though. <laughs> doesn't even get the person she wants. He poisoned someone with tuberculosis, so that person was mm. just gonna die anyway. <laughs> like, and it's not even poison that she managed to scrounge herself. She just gets given that by Coriolanus Snow. Like, it's it's Dang. not interesting. Like, she doesn't. The they they say that the snakes. Obviously, he says the snakes are placated by his singing. Her singing, sorry. Mm. But it's because he shoved in the the scent the, so that the, the snakes wouldn't bite yeah. her. Yeah, the handkerchief with her scent. So she doesn't do. She doesn't overcome any obstacle really through her own ingenuity. But the movie's not about her. Exactly. So why are we focus so much on her then? Because it's like.
1: It's using her as a proxy for him. I agree with you. I think. This <laughs> <laughs> is not, not me disagreeing. I just no, think. I like, know, I know. I think. Yeah, there's a a lot where it's, it feels like, I don't know, you could have done more.
0: I think you could have done more. You shouldn't have made The Hunger Games a focus. We've had two movies where The Hunger Games were a focus. We didn't need to see a worse version of what we've already seen, which is what this is.
1: I I just feel like, for me personally, and maybe this is, I'm like, I am very well aware I'm not the target audience for this series and specifically this film. Sure. But like, I think I would have been interested in learning more about the, like the actual politics of yeah the I, capital and I learning about like, what the whole deal with with this war is and yeah I think that would make an interesting story and seeing how like Snow is affected by that and the fact that his dad is killed and then he becomes really poor he goes from being really wealthy to being really poor and being really wealthy again and like that. As a thing, given the focus on, like, class systems in the rest of the yeah stories and, like, that sort of stuff. And they sort of, like, touch on it, but then they go, like, actually, we're not going to, we're going to, like, touch on the fact that, like, his shirt buttons are made out of the bathroom tile, and then we're never going to talk about
0: it again. That's interesting. Because I actually had a critique I had in my mind for a little bit. When I, first watched the, when I first watched the movie, I haven't seen it any since then, but when I was watching the movie in the actual cinema, I had a critique. I thought the very opening was interesting because we'd never actually seen the war and I was like, oh, cool, we're going to be able to see what this war that's been talked about for so long actually looked like. We don't. We get to see like one scene and that's it. Fine. We're skipping ahead. We'll look at the politics that happens afterwards. No, we just look at the Hunger Games. But it got boring for a bit. I was like, this is really boring. If this movie is like this for the whole thing, I'm going to be really unhappy. But then it got to the part where he's betrayed by his class partner. And she tries to take the uh, credit for the proposal mm-hmm. he makes to make the Hunger Games more interesting, which is what gets the attention of Viola Davis. And then Viola Davis is like, uh, uh-uh. no, 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 I can see you straight through you. And does the trick where it's like that we find out the snakes only bite people who, they don't know and viola davis has thrown his sweaty parchment the the, like one super
1: sweaty the the, the one the one good piece of foreshadowing in this movie
0: it was good like that that was and then because i was going to see that part's interesting and i sat up because i was like oh that's interesting because that's really that's really snow like behavior as well so it's Mm -hmm. like are we going to get to see the person that snow like like is it going to be like him working closely with this lady to become Mm. the person he was no it's just a shithouse love story where we get to watch a bad version of the hunger games it's so disappointing there's so much potential but i mean i guess the problem is once again like we're saying we want the politics we want to see this guy become evil but in all honesty the people this book was written for they don't want to watch politics they don't and the movie was made for they don't watch politics they don't want to watch a dude slowly turn evil and like the downfall of this guy or or he's like realization of the true horrid person that he is. Mm. They just want to watch a love story and then get sad at the end when it doesn't work out because it has to not work out because this guy's an incel basically.
2: Mm.
1: Should we give some scores?
0: Yeah. That's sort of just a note though. Um, (sighs) Who went first last time? I think um, I went first. you did.
1: I'll go first. Yeah. Um, I gave *The Hunger Games* a ballad of songbirds and snakes. Uh, at least two plot points that I completely missed due to context, and one that I probably would have got better. That's a that's a two and a half. Uh
0: yeah, I'm giving this movie the number of movies Francis Lawrence, the director, and Suzanne Collins, the author, wanted to make this movie, which is two. It felt like they wanted to make two movies out of this, but instead they made it into this one long movie.
1: Yeah, then you have the ballad of song songbirds, and then and the then second one s- snakes.
0: Just one word: snakes. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be funny if they just called the first one the ballad of, Ed and then the second one, Songbirds and Snakes. Or, what would be even funnier is if they called the first one the Hunger Games and the second one the ballad of Songbirds <laughs> and Snakes and really confused Hunger
1: people. Hunger Games 2, it's not the second <laughs> Hunger Games movie.
0: No, it's the Hunger Games, the ballad of, no, no, no it's the same. No, what if we call it
1: Hunger Games 10?
0: Hunger Games minus one. Wait, what's um, what's the alternative name for Hunger Lion Games Three? No, what's the alternative name? I mean, they, they get Sorax Hunger Games, games One it's and like, a Half. Yeah, they should go to Hunger Games One and a Half or something like that, or Hunger Games Point Five. I mean, funny. Hunger. What
1: Hunger Games Rechange Chain of Memories?
0: Hunger Games, the Hungering begins. I'm I'm hungry. Get me pizza. Uh fan mail section. Do the thing. Do the roar. Do do do, do, do. Fan mail. Oomph. There is still no fan mail. Um wait, is there's no right? There's no fan. Mail? Uh, no, there's no fan mail. So that's fan mail. Or keep doing fan. this. I mean we're gonna keep doing this now because we've been told off for cutting out parts. The segment. We, yeah, so we've got to keep doing this. Uh so if you don't want this just to be a blank section, send us fan mail. Do do do, do, do. Fan mail. Oomph. This has been the Blockbusted Podcast. I've been Minister for Legal Underage Murders, Mitch.
1: And I have been your. Treasurer? The. Your Underage Murder. Announcer,
0: Guy Max. Lucky Flickham. Lucky Maximum.
1: Lucky. Max Maximum. Maxi Flickerman. Uh, professional weatherman and amateur,
0: amateur podcaster. Oh true. I actually like Jason Schwartzman. He's probably my second favorite podcast. I thought of the whole he was movie.
1: really good, but all I could think of was wouldn't it be really good if this was
0: Gene Wilder? Wouldn't it have been really good if it was Stanley Tucci though? <laughs> That's a joke because... still Never mind. Uh, you can send us questions, reviews, and warranted hate mail at blockbustedpotty at gmail.com. Tell us why we're dumb for not liking this Hunger Games prequel. And tell me why I'm dumb for not liking the beloved Battle Royale movie.
1: <laughs> tell me why uh, I'm dumb for not reading or watching any of the Hunger Games.
0: No, tell you why you're... Lucky for not having done that. I really think you should read the books. Actually, they're actually
1: good. I, it, it has been since watching this movie. I have since put them on my
0: increasingly long list. Yeah, they're quick as well. They don't look it, but they are because the writing's really big and there's only about 300 pages. But they look big for some reason. I don't know. Uh, so that's Potty spelled P O D D I E. Uh, you can also find us on the app formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at the username bbpotty. Uh, this week, kill a child, but make sure it's legal.
1: Or, or don't like at the end of Battle Royale. It's unclear w- when the that whole thing was legal or not.
0: No, that was legal. That was that was state fu- funded.
1: But then, like, why were they under? Like, why did the? Why were they wanted for murder at the end?
0: Because they escaped.
1: But then, like, why is that? Why does that make them want for murder? They because escape?
0: they escaped, because there was only meant to be one of them alive, and then they escaped. So that makes them both murderers. The, the government wants them now because they're basically criminals, because they, they won, but they weren't supposed to win like that. That's dumb. No, it's, it's the movie.